All right, was that? We just got. What was that? I don't know how we got disconnected. No, no, I tried to figure. I was like, I looked at the phone. I was like, dang, I'm talking to myself over here. That's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, all good, man. But um, now we can go ahead since we back connected. So hopefully we don't get disconnected again. That normally doesn't happen. So I don't know what happened. But yeah, man. Well, what's going on, everybody? Once again, welcome to uh, my Purpose Podcast. I'm super excited. Uh, to get the opportunity to just have a conversation, a dialogue uh, with Brother Rainey today. You know, I have watched his work and I have seen, you know, how much his brand has just grown, just really just grown. So I'm super excited to uh, just get, you know, more information on it, just more about him as an individual and what has inspired him to want to be an entrepreneur and really just branch off into that to that sector. So, uh we can go ahead and dive into it, man. Rainy, tell the people about you and who you are as a person and, and et cetera. All right. So I go by Rainy. Um, I'll be 30 on Sunday. So, you know, Virgo season. Happy birthday to me. And, um, yeah, I've been a photographer since 2011. Yeah, so when I was 21, I, f- I bought my first camera. And then, you know, it, life just been great ever since, man. Like, most importantly, I found God because of this camera. So, <laughs> you know, hey, <laughs> no, no complaints this way. Okay, got you, man. How was it for you uh, growing up? Growing up, just where you were. You from Atlanta? I know you from Atlanta, but how was it for you just growing up in school? Like, was like was school not for you or type what? feel like? That's the crazy thing. Like growing up, you know, like um, my elementary school days were spent in Latonia, and like I actually enjoyed school. You know, like being in the area. Um, you know, I guess like just calling it being home. Um, being around, you know, people that's that's kind of like, you you know, you know, more black people, you know, like the uh, teachers actually inspired you and, you know, they wanted to see you grow. And like I was in the sports and everything. And it wasn't until I moved to Conyers where it was just like, it was almost like a culture shock. It was like, I became a minority. So it was like that switch right there almost flipped my whole personality. So it's like, honestly, if I hadn't moved, like I probably would have been playing sports or something. I, I probably wouldn't have picked up the camera. Why? Wow, so wait, Conyers, you, you say you went to school in Conyers? Yeah, I graduated out of Conyers. Rock that's a predominant like predominantly uh is it how was it how was it it was it did <laughs> wait so it was it's Kanye's what well back then was predominant predominantly white yeah absolutely it's still it still is but it's like it's more black people to move there now but like nah, when i first got there like bro like it was three black people in the class i was the third when the rest of the class was like hispanic and um white bro Wow, I never knew that. Absolutely, it was a culture shock, dog. Like, so I came from a school that was just all black, where all I seen was just black people. And then, like, when I moved to Congress, I was like, "Hold up!" And then people looking at me strange, and I'm like, "Hold up!" Like, racism. It, <laughs> I was like, "Wait!" Like, everything just kind of hit once I moved, and it, I know that really just kind of shaped my whole personality because I didn't know how to adjust. If that makes sense. No, nah, that makes a lot of sense, bro. Randy, I never knew that, bro. That's crazy. <laughs> I learned something new. Wow. <laughs> So you went, so you went, when did you move to Kanye's? Were you in middle school or high school? I moved to Kanye's in middle school. Wow. So you basically grew up in that. Yeah, Kanye's. So how, bro, bro, so, so I know you said that that was an adjustment, adjustment, but how much, like, were you able, so with you going through that, do you have, you know, people like that are your friends now? Do you know how to, do you know how to, really, like, communicate and talk? Like, do you feel weird or strange? Like, how is it? I'm just curious to know. 
so like in high school, it was just again like I didn't like I didn't grow up around like you no know, any type of racism or anything. I just always showed love. So in high school, I had plenty of white friends. I had all type of friends. It was just like okay, I got thrown in the mix. I'm like okay, I'm with it. But then it wasn't until like you know college and everything when I started to see all this stuff on TV where it was just like hold up. <laughs> it kind of rang an alarm and it was just like, yo, why y'all ain't kind of saying that? And it's like, damn. So it, it almost put me at like a, like in a weird position. Like, it, like honestly, I'm still kind of battling that. Like I'm probably praying on that all week actually because I'm just like, I know I'm supposed to love everybody, but it's just like, yo, like, am I going to get that love in return, fam? Like, wow. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So you had a lot of, lot of, okay, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Especially with everything that's going on today. So, Racist. So, man, I got questions. So, go ahead. So, how was like? Okay, so how were the teachers towards you? Like, out of you, you know, being the only one of the very few black people. Like, how did they teach history? What so, did like, they talk about you know? Uh, yeah, yeah, we could definitely talk about this. All right, so like in fifth grade, like I went to JH House, and like honestly, like being the minority in there, like the class went by super slow. So like the teacher just off rip, just gonna assume like, okay, since you black, you either slow or bad or something. And then like there was a lot of Hispanics in my class too, so it was just like a lot of them were just learning English, period. So imagine how slow. Like I come from like a school of gifted to like now it's so slow to just like now I'm bored. You feel me? So it's like now I gotta find something. I mean, I'm like. I guess that's how my creative side kind of came out because, like, I was bored out of my mind. So, like, um, for the reading classes and every day, like, the teachers, they would be, like, kind of surprised with, like, when they realized, like, oh, he's intelligent. Like, oh, like, this ain't normal out here. Like, it really was a culture like, across the board, dog. Like, no, like, <laughs> seriously, seriously, it was a culture shock. Wow. At that age, like, just, like, if I'm going to be honest, like, it took me years, like, I was grown before I shook out of that, that shock, like, for real, for real. Man. Like, finding myself again from something that happened, from that move that happened in fifth grade. Like, that's, that's, wow. <laughs> wow, man. That's, 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 that's interesting, bro. You know, it's, it's so funny. Like, I couldn't even wrap my head to this day to, like, really just be around people like white people and it's not to say i don't think that they're all racist or all bad people it's just that that's that would be a huge culture shock for me i i don't know how to really communicate like sometimes i even feel uncomfortable at times you know just because of so much that's going on absolutely it's just it's just crazy bro and i think a lot of it just come down to the tv and the media because it was just like if they hadn't have shown this stuff like one i wouldn't have, i wouldn't have known and it was just like dang so it woke me up in even more ways. I'm like, dang, like y'all murder people like me all the time. And I'm just not finding out about it. And it's just like, too, well, y'all been doing it for so long. Like, bro, talk to your people, dog. Like, <laughs> for real, like talk to your people. And like, I don't see enough of that happening. So it's like, it's kind of hard to be in the same room with them. Like, especially like with police, like I look at them like on a completely different, like they are, they, <laughs> I, like, bro, man, I don't know this conversation going here today. Like, I don't even know how to explain it, but it's, it's almost yeah. like a completely race and it's like you feel a completely different way about them too especially like when i see like people of our color i'm like oh like you work for these people like tell yeah. me something bro like because something ain't right here you clearly know something that i don't because like you still work for these people that shooting us yeah man it's so funny bro like even just i feel like i honestly didn't i start really realizing how real racism was until about i say about two years ago 
I really started realizing, like, this is really real. I thought that everybody just had equal opportunities and we got just as much opportunities as them. I always knew, like, it was it was some separation. Because, you know, when you in school, they talk about MLK and, you know, same people, Michael Mess, they talk about how it happened. So I felt like I knew it existed, but I didn't know how really real it was about two years ago. It's like every time I'm driving, I'm always looking in my corner when I see a police officer behind me. I get nervous, you know. I, and I didn't even do anything or I don't have anything on my record, but I still get nervous. So I'm looked at differently when I go into stores because the color of my skin, they think I'm going to steal something. Like, it's just... It's, it's it's draining, bro. It's real, though. It is, that's exactly what it is draining, bro. You That is the exact word. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. So, wow. So, we... we, we okay. So, what made you transitioning so when was the first time that you um picked up a camera it was 2011 i bought that camera for my birthday like <laughs> I, um, I was working at the boys and girls club at the time and like i was getting like a stupid check bro like i was getting two of them because i ain't gonna lie i was finessing it like i had i uh, got work study through the school but then like the um boys and girls club had actually ended up hiring me too so like i was getting there two checks i was making dumb money so, like, uh, I blew a lot of that money, but the two things I remember buying with that money was a camera and my TV. So, <laughs> what? <laughs> those are the two things, like, out of all that money, bro, that's all I remember buying. Okay. And so, were you at, okay, so, were you at Middle Georgia, were you in college then? Yeah, I was at, Um, so I was 21, I had just left Fort Valley, and I was at Georgia Perimeter. It's called, it's Georgia State now, because they done bought it out, but it was called Georgia Perimeter at the time. All right, so kind of walk me through that experience that you you picking up the camera, you at you at Fort Valley, and you just start seeing what you can do with it. You just start playing with some things. You were up all night, or how was that that beginning phase like when you picked up the camera? Like, what were some what were some of the challenges, or uh, what is what who who inspires you? You know what I'm saying? And in, in this very like at the very beginning of the process. So, like, at the very beginning, how I even got into photography was um, I had got, I ain't going to say kicked out of Fort Valley, but, like, my GPA was so low, like, my parents was like, nah, you ain't going back. So, like, while I was at the crib, like, I was watching, like, a bunch of cartoons and everything. I was like, man, I want to put my face on a superhero body. And I was like, how do I do that? And then next thing I know, I get introduced to Photoshop. And I'm like, oh, that's how you do it. <laughs> so I got to play it around on Photoshop. You know, eventually I got good at it. So I became, like, a graphic designer. And then, so I was doing that for, like, three, four years. And then, like, when I turned 21, like I said, I got my money right uh, from the uh, from the job, and I just bought the camera. And um, at that time, that's when my mom originally had got sick. So it was just like in order for me to kind of cope with just like with her being sick and everything, I just put it all into the camera. So like everything I was feeling, or like really just like a distraction, like being busy kept me, you know, from dealing with the pain of like yo, my mom is sick. Yeah. So it was like therapy for you in a sense. It, that is exactly what it was. Wow, wow. So okay. Got you, got you. Now I know I know how you feel about I know how you feel on that, my brother. So now you you now you go you're going to the camera consistently. When did you realize when you say, man? Cause I, I know when I met you how you, I remember you was telling me some of the conversations I remember we having, like you hated school, like you felt like the only reason you were there <laughs> was because of your dad and your mom. So kind of walk me through that and still like having your dream of of becoming a photography, like like why not? Like walk me through that process. I'm- that was probably like the hardest because like at this point, I had been through like four schools. I'm like, bro, I've been in school forever. And I'm like, dog, I'm over it. 
And like, I was literally like, so like my mom, she had, it was like my last semester at GPC. Like that's when they had told me she was, uh, she wasn't going to make it. Like my final was that same week. When I tell you, like I wasn't into nothing. Like I think I really Christmas tree every like, final and just walked, slap out. When I got home, they was like, that's when, um, you know, that's when they had brought the news and everything to me. And I was like, dang. So my mom was in the crib, you know, she was, um, you know, when hospital said they put the little bed in there. So like we was talking or whatever. And she was just like, yo, promise me you're going to finish school. And I'm like, man. <laughs> <laughs> And that's literally what happened. So it was just like, but it was crazy. Like that's when, like, bro, when she passed. Like that's when school just started to move. It was like, okay, like yeah, like mom's with me. Cause like how I even got accepted in the uh, what was it, Middle Georgia? Like, bro, I shouldn't have. Like my GPA was that low, bro. Like <laughs> I should not have gotten in that school, like straight up. But you know, through the grace of God and just how everything played out, it's just like, man, it was dope. So she made sure I got that degree. Like I got the degree. <laughs> but from you know, as far as like work wise, like man, school was just dumb to me. It just did not make sense. Yeah, man. as far as like we're in school, like if the goal is for everybody to get money, you teach me so much other stuff that does not revolve around money. money. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm confused. Like it just, for real, dog. Yeah, yeah, man. And I was actually going to ask you that, man, because. My personal take on it now that I've like grown up with them, <laughs> experienced it. Experience, yep. I'm just like, bro, I just, I personally feel that, like, if you want to be a doctor or if you're going to school to be a lawyer, uh, mm-hmm. I'm trying to think, like, anything. Yeah, like, certain profession, you need to go to school. Yeah, right. Making, I agree with you 1000%, bro. You're making like six figures, <laughs> like, coming out of school. You're making, <laughs> seven, like, nursing, you're making about 75000 100000 You know what I'm saying? And then right. they they help you take care of your your debt as well. So it's like, or even education. See, some people think, oh, education teacher is where it stops. But people don't understand. Like in higher education, they get paid really well. Like you can get paid being a principal six figures, if not more. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So I feel like if it's not education or science or like something dealing with math with engineer, then to me, mm-hmm. I don't solely see the purpose. Like going to school for a business degree. Just like, bro. Oh yeah, that's the dumbest thing. You can, that, that is the. That, they don't take nothing else out of this interview. They can take this away. Going to school to get a business degree is the dumbest thing you can do. It is. It is. <laughs> it, is. it is, bro. I like back then. I didn't really understand, but now how I look at things, I'm like, bro, a business degree. Like, do you know how many programs is out nowadays? That man, bro, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So tell me how. So I know that you said. When did you realize? Even though you in, in the mind you was thinking like, okay, I want to do this for my mom, but at the same time you knew that just was just like you felt like did you feel like you was wasting your time? Do you even feel like the degree that you got is useful to what you're doing now? Because you know I see some of your posts. What you be doing with your degree? So like, you know, walk me through that thought process. So like honestly, bro, like think of everybody that has a like think about all these people that went to school. Now out of that many people, how many actually doing something with a degree? You know, like the stuff that who actually got a job doing the stuff that they got the degree in. It's like right. it's a very small number. So it's just like, man, we all got this piece of paper just hanging on the wall. And I'm just like, bro, I'm finna I'm finna use my degree every day. Like if I done I done sat through school for this long for this crap, nah, bro. I'm finna roll like this. And I made it my role. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm encouraging more people to, to find something to do with your degree, bro. Because, like, it ain't nothing but a $100,000 piece of paper. That's real, bro. So do you feel like, do you feel like, back to the question, do you feel like, like, so anything that you, anything that you know now, 
uh-huh. your experience? Do you feel like you learned anything in like from a photography, even when you got in your major? Because I'm thinking, like, I remember asking you, did you get internships and things like that? And I don't remember you really telling me much a while back, as I can recall. So I'm just thinking, like, did you even get a lot of hands-on experience in this field when you were in school? I mean, I, I mean, I got plenty of hands-on experience because, like, I was already doing it. I just right. so happened to be in school while I was there. So it was like, I guess it kind of was like a blessing because it was just like when people found out I was a photographer while I was in school, I'm like, shoot, business kind of picked up. And, like, I still got love for making. Like, making still to this day pulls up, you know, for me just for photo shoots. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, that's yeah. so in the long run, it did work out. That's a good benefit that you still getting clientele from the relationships you had from back when you was in school. Yeah, you had not went to school, you would have, you know. So that's it. You know, you're right, right, right. I probably wouldn't have made as much money. You right. <laughs> right. So tell me how. So are you are you full time right now or? Oh yeah, I've been full time like for real, for real, for years. Like this really is a job. Like every time I try to like put the camera down, like I'll end up picking it back up because like this is the one that just pay the most money, bro. Like straight up. Wow. Like some people just be meant to do certain stuff. Like I think I'm pretty much meant to touch this camera because dog, I'm telling you. So when were there some times that you felt like you want last week? Oh wow. That's a real transparent. Yeah, bro, this is a constant battle every like bro, like I'm telling you, this is a constant battle. Like but why? I think that's one thing about entrepreneurship. It's just like, yo, you have your ups and your downs. Like, I think when people think, oh, okay, when you get the business, you're going to make a bunch of money, you're going to be happy. And it's just like, yay, you know, it's going to be days like that. But, like, every day not going to be sweet. And, like, not every day you're going to, you know, have, like, a fantastic day. We're going to cop in, like, a $1,000. It's like, you're going to have a slow day. And, like, sometimes you might have your slow seasons. And it's like, a lot of this game is mental. And, like, people don't talk about that enough. Like, if your mental not together, bro, you're going to crash and burn out here. Wow. So why last week you wanted to, like, what, what happened? What, why, why did you want to give up last week? Or You just kind of sitting there and it's just like, you just when you grind at something for so long and you want to be further than where you currently are, it starts playing with your head. And then you start psyching yourself out and then you start thinking about other ways to make money rather than just, you know, sticking to your God giving talent and not been like realizing like, hey, it's just a season. It's just like a day, like, relax. <laughs> this ain't the first time it's that happened. Yeah, bro. You know, it's it's funny how you say that, man, because there's and this I guess it's like this is my take. Like I feel like in entrepreneurship is every a lot of people are talking about it. I feel like the 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 the, the talk of entrepreneurship, especially in the African American communities, and it's mainly I can really speak for Atlanta. It's it's really buzzing. You feel what I'm saying? I feel like more people right. are being aware. But I also think that entrepreneurship, I just feel like, isn't necessarily for everybody because people they see like they get on social media and they see the the they see the end result, but they have absolutely right. no idea what <laughs> goes behind the scenes. They just you know they may think it's something cool to post or cool to say, but just mm-hmm. like you were saying, man, the mental, the emotional. Uh, men- mentality that it takes is 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 on a whole different level than the employee. You feel what I'm saying? Just because it's nothing, it's not nothing. I mean, even in a job, is not guaranteed. You can get let go tomorrow, but you have more security than a job than you do with entrepreneurship right. because you're solely right. based based on clientele and people booking you. You know what I'm saying? It's not like a secure. Oh, 
I did this for two weeks and now you know get paid. It's, it's a it's definitely right. a shift mindset that I feel like a lot of people aren't talking about as well because some people they're quitting their jobs and they don't have any they don't have like any plan, no financial goals. You know what I'm saying? I, they used to be <laughs> me. I used to be like I'm gonna quit my job and that's it. And then I'd be struggling for like a month. <laughs> I'm like, man, I'm going back to work. I think I I guess like for me as well, like I'm just getting some financial goals together before I before I make that step. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. So yeah. That is the game I wish somebody had told me in my early twenties. Like yeah. it's okay to quit. Like that's all like just make sure you gotta go. Like, why are you quitting? Just <laughs> ask yourself why are you quitting before you quit. And then once you can answer that fully, quit that jump. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. So now that you you're you're up and you're running with your business, I see that you have a program now. And not only do you teach photography, but you teach multiple of things. It seemed like in one into one. So kind of walk me through what inspired you to do that. Man, last year it was just like I seen everybody doing workshops and whatever. You know, I dabbled in it, and um, I you know I found out a workshop. You know, it just happened to be a success, and I'm just like. I realized how many people just really just want to learn photography. So I'm just like, yo, it's not as hard as people think. And then everybody just saying, oh, I'll be on YouTube. And I was like, oh, I was the same way. But, like, let me just put together a program, really, that something that I would have paid for when I was in college. <laughs> so I could have learned, you know, photography faster and made some money faster. Yeah, 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 that's real. So everything I wish college had taught me, I just learned it myself and then, you know, put it in a program to teach everybody else. I'm like, okay, look go to regular school or you come to Rainy you. <laughs> so let me ask you this. Let me ask you this, Rainy. So if somebody was to say, and I'm pretty sure you may have heard this, okay, so if somebody say, you know what, I can why do I have to pay for your program when I can just go to YouTube for everything? What would right. what is your take on that? I would tell them to go do that. Except my program, you can just you don't have to search. It's all there and it's me talking to you. So it's just like, okay, you can go to YouTube and spend hours searching, which I which is what I did, but I just did all the work for you. So it's up to you. It don't make me no never mind. <laughs> That's literally what I tell you. It don't make me no never mind. Like it's for you. Use it, you use it. If you don't, you don't. That's true. That's real, bro. That's real. That's real. That's real. Yeah, man. YouTube. That's business game too. Everybody need to think that about their business. Like, look, your product, you the product, you the service. Like, look. <laughs> Don't oh don't like don't go tasting that dollar though. Lord, your price is trying to please no one customer. Like it's so many others out there. Like, bro, set your price, live your life. It'd be all right. That's hey hey, Randy, you speak, you speak fast, bro. <laughs> oh, I, I just thought of another question. So, how do you feel when people try to get discounts off you? That's fine. Like, what's your take? Like, I <laughs> it honestly depends on the mood that I'm in. I'm just gonna be one hundred with you, like. As a businessman, I had to understand, like, yo, I'm a part of that business. So, like, my mood affects a lot of my business, bro. So, like, if I'm in a good mood and I'm up, I may not charge the the person full price. But, like, you feel me? Like, I'm like, shoot, I'm in a good mood. You know, I'm in, I'm in a generous mood. I might charge them, like, 250 But, like, if they're a brand-new person, like, I ain't never met them and, like, I'm down, oh, yeah, it's, like, 350 400 Like, you feel me? They get full price. So, and, like, but people that shot with me constantly, like, I'm not charging them full price over and over again. Like, they shot me one or two times. Like, okay, the next time they shoot, I'm like, okay, like, this can be your consistent rate because you're coming to me constantly. Right. Make sense? I see yeah. that, man. Yeah, that does. So, it's a lot It's a lot of mood-based type stuff. And it's like, um, your prices change over the seasons, too. Like, uh, what is it? Holidays getting ready to come up. Like, I'm about to drop my prices because I know I'm about to get a bunch of families. Like, <laughs> you feel me? Like, I'm trying to throw out, like, a little sale or something. I want everybody to have holiday photos, so. 
eh, it's just you just play around with stuff. Yeah. But a lot of it is based on my boo. So you don't ever feel you don't ever feel disrespected. I used to, but like when I like when I took my feelings out of business, that's when I no longer like I gotta like I no longer care what nobody thinks. Period. So like once you get in that mindset, you don't care. Like they can say whatever, you just be like, hey, but you still want you still want my product though. So they <laughs> like so exactly. So you either go fix your attitude or you can go find somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> You're very real, bro. I appreciate it. I appreciate the realness that you have, man. And so kind no of problem, bro. Too, I've with I've I guess I've realized I see that you go from and I guess for any aspiring photographer that may be listening, you know, because there's different people that listen to this podcast. I see that you go from, I've seen you go from studio to studio scenes, like kind of walk me through with the studio thing. Like how does that work? If you, if you was to work at somebody's studio, do you get all the people that you bring in or you just kind of move whatever's convenient for you? Or and I've seen so like, posts where you 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 do shoots where he's like screw you don't need a studio because some people think they need a studio like kind of what me right that is exactly what I was going to say so like for any new photographer period like bro you want to save as much money as possible like shoot out like honestly I've been seeing a lot of new photographers they've been shooting outside with the studio setup and I'm just like yeah that's dope like I'm finna hop on that way but like you definitely want to save as much money as possible so shoot in your apartment shoot in your crib shoot. Shoot in any type of open space. Like you really don't want to have to pay for studio space unless you're getting paid. If you're mm. getting paid and there's a specific look that you then you can go ahead and start paying for studio space. But if you're not making no money and you just you like, oh, I'm building my portfolio, stay out of the studio. Cause you just gonna be loot. You just wasting money. <laughs> you just <laughs> wasting money. Straight up. Like you can get you a piece of paper, set it up on the wall, and then like at your crib and just get to practice and get to shooting. Like Dre, you saw like I was set up in the apartment. Like Yeah. Yeah, and you see, like, I was running their shoots left and right, and you see how much space I had. So yeah, yeah, that's real, bro. That's real. Where do where do you feel like? Walk me through the um. Also, as well, man, I see, and I and I just have to say, bro, I'm really inspired by your faith, man. I just I when you when you, I'm like, wow, this dude is growing spiritually, man. So walk no problem, man. Hold on, Dre. My bad. Two seconds. You still got the trigger. I appreciate it. Like, as long as it's left in there. I'm in the middle of the interview over here, man. Oh, you about to steal it. Oh, we appreciate you. Thanks, twin. My bad, Dre. <laughs> you good, man. You good, brother, man. All right, yeah. We talk about faith. Big God. Let's go. Oh, yeah, man. Talk, tell, me, tell me a little bit about that, man. What made you start to, I guess, take it more serious than, than usual? I think it's once I realized he was real. Like <laughs> once that moment happened, it was like, oh man. Like it really was like one of them Marvel type movie moments. It was like, oh, this is all real. And it just kind of blew my mind. And it it made me want to learn more. And it was just like, bro, I'm about to put this camera down. I want to learn everything about you, bro. And it was just like, I don't care nothing about nothing. <laughs> and it's just straight up what happened. And it went on like a nine-month journey of just me and him. Wow, man. So I guess if you don't mind expressing that moment, what was the moment? Honestly, like it happened in Miami. But no, 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 no. Well, Miami is when it kind of took off. But like, honestly, like I kind of found God smoking weed. And like, I, <laughs> like, hey, brother, I was that's real. for real, like I would just be smoking. And I'm just like, when people be talking to themselves, I'm like, I just really started to analyze that. And I'm like, wait, who are you really talking to? Because I'm like, yo, you get some answers. 
And then so I just kept diving deep and I'm like, yeah, okay, it's clearly God. And I just kept on, kept on going. So like while I would roll up, I'd be having conversations with him. And then I took it a step further. I'm just like, bro, I'm finna read the Bible while I <laughs> roll up. Yeah. And but that's it. <laughs> it just kind of went from there, bro. And then like I kind of had my encounter in Miami. And then that's what it, it when everything happened, all it did was make me want to just know even more because it was just like, okay, like now I feel like I'm behind. Let's get it. Yeah. So it was literally me not working at all. Like literally not much, no camera stuff, like sitting down, dog. You and God. Yeah. Oh, not, what'd I say? Nine months when I left. Hold on. October, November, December, January, February, March. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Nine months. <laughs> For real. Dang. Do you feel like you, you do you feel like you had to let anything out of your life go? Any friends or? Yeah, absolutely everything. Like it was a brand new life, bro. Absolutely everything. When I say everything, bro, absolutely everything. Every friend, every like everything, business, everything. Wow. Like it was a fresh start. Everything. Like ducked off new phones. Like, bro, it was a clean street. Wow. So so not no no woman, no partying. <laughs> Zero, bro. Like when I tell you blocked it, like when I tell you, I stopped paying bills and everything, bro. Like, so you couldn't even get in contact. For real. Like no phone at all, bro. You really dude, that's off deep. The that's deep. <laughs> That's deep. That's deep. For nine months? Nine months, bro. For real. Like, I just started paying my phone bill again, dog. Like, for real. That's why everybody, like, that's why you see me so active on social media again. It's like, I just started that movement. Like, seriously. Bro, you, 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 bro, you got that. You got that. That's, that's, that's a real, that's a real sacrifice, man. Yeah, bro. Like, like, you go 29 years and don't really know him. And it's just like, you find out, you real. And it's just like, oh, yeah. It really was like catch up because I felt like I was always behind. It's like, dang, why I didn't know that? Why I didn't know that? And it's just like, now that I know, like, he gives all the answers. Oh, yeah, bet. Like, we having conversations 24 7 now, bro. Like, yeah, I want to know this. I want to know this. <laughs> and we just run it up. And in the meantime, you know, I, I do my shoots because, you know, faith that I work is dead. So, they got to do something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> they got to do something. How do you navigate? Okay, so let me ask you this. So uh-huh. what does that look like for you being that, you know, you took this this long period of time off uh, of really just focusing, focusing on God? What does that look like for you in the photography business? Because I know you work with a lot of entertainers and different celebrities and things like that. So what does that look like for you now? That's the that's actually the tough part. Like I literally just had a video shoot last night where it was like it was a music video. Like as you can imagine, like you know, it's alcohol, is uh, and you know, it's a bunch of women everywhere, like half naked. But you just gotta remember, like you know, everybody there just doing a job. But I try to stay <laughs> as that as I can, like for real, because like I don't want to slip up. You feel me? Like I just left that last year. I'm not trying to go back into that lifestyle. Like I'm so much better now. I don't want to go back. Wow. Wow. So, like, a lot of jobs I do turn down, like, real, real. Like, a lot of the models, like, you know, a lot of those models doing OnlyFans or whatever now. And, you know, they all doing, you know, they all need photo shoots. And, like, last year, I was taking all of them. But, like, looking at it in the long run, I'm just, like, it didn't even help. Like, half the stuff I can't post on my page. And then it's just money at the end of the day. And, like, they don't even be trying to pay that much. So, it's just, like, it's just stupid. Why they don't try to pay that much? <laughs> they try to get it for free? Yeah, absolutely. They're trying to get it for free at discount. Or, you know, they're trying to offer other services to get, you know, <laughs> they photo your service yeah yeah wow man yeah nah man hey sometimes it, it like you said man it takes that and sometimes that be the that's the hardest thing of 
Word, not going backwards. Yeah, not going backwards, man. So yeah, brother, I'm I'm definitely inspired <laughs> by that. Definitely inspired by that, man. So where do you where do you see yourself in the in the next five years, spiritually, physically, emotionally, and business wise? I know that was a lot. Nah, it was good. All right, so spiritually, it's just like, man, it's like what, like my life, like I keep saying that my life is like a movie, and it's just like they just so happen to be like Marvel movies. So it's like in the next five years, I'm like. I might actually be shooting some movies, like telling the story. Like I don't know, like you know, honestly, yeah, I probably would be doing that because Tyler Perry irritates me. So I probably would end up. <laughs> he really irritates wow. me. So like, I probably would end up making films, dog. Why he irritates you, bro? Just man, for a number of reasons, bro, that I do not even feel like get into tonight. <laughs> but Tyler Perry irritates me, dog. He's crazy, bro. He's a successful black man. Yep, he is a successful black man. How did he get successful, bro? Making fun of us, dog. Like he make us, like he be like, bro. He, we either gay or he dressed up like a female, True. or they just True. do women terrible, or they give him yeah. some kind of HIV. It's like, bro, like every movie he is yeah. dragging us, and I'm like, bro, yeah, that is like I'm happy as a black man. You got your money. I just hate the fact that you got it. You know, embarrassing us. Yeah. It does make us as black men. And you know, when I was young, I didn't think of nothing of it. But as I got older, now, exactly. I was like, <laughs> why why you gotta make us seem like we so abusive and angry all the time, bro? Exactly. You know, and then like, he make all the women seem crazy. Like they be like he make all women seem desperate in their movies too. Yeah. Like every last one of them. Every like this what this what killed me. Like the women defend him so heavy, and I'm just like, yo, he embarrassing you too, sweetheart. But I, I can't argue with you because I'm just like, I'm gonna get mad. <laughs> so I just let them, I let him have it, bro. So yeah, I probably in five years, I'm probably end up making movies and getting him out of life. Okay, now nah, that's cool, man. That's cool. <laughs> so, see yourself in films and things like that, brother man. What? Yeah. Yes. Uh. Yeah. Yeah. Big time. Like, bro. Why not? And did photos. Might as well make a move, right? Hey, that's right, brother. Man, definitely. Uh, encourage you. To, yeah, go for it. Why not? Go all the way. Why not? It. Go all, all the, way. the way, right? All the way. <laughs> Why not? Like, you know who we serve, bro. Like, come on, dog. I can ask for anything. Like, straight up, get it. So, like, <laughs> yeah, why not? That, man, God can definitely. For real. And I appreciate you uh, taking time out your day to get on my podcast today, man. I feel like whoever is blessed to listen to this, man, I feel like I learned some wisdom today. I felt like I was uplifted and encouraged, and I'm pretty sure somebody else may, you know, be uplifted and encouraged. So where can the people find you, brother, man? Ah, they can find me on Instagram at Jared Rainey, J-A-H-R-E-T, Rainey, R-A-I-N-E-Y. Um, same with my website, jaredrainy.com, Facebook, Jared Rainey, everything. Uh, what is it? Twitter, Jared Rainey. Just type in my name. I pop up everywhere. Cool, cool. All right, brother, man. I appreciate you, and uh, thank you once again, brother, man. I appreciate you, Doc. All right, Rainey. Later, man. All right.